Yes, sir. Welcome to the pickup. It's your boy Alfreezy, aka Alfred Sanchez, or aka Alfreezy, and my real name, Alfred Sanchez. Either way you want to say it. But I've decided to officially start this podcast. I was nervous and scared to start this journey, but that's how you're supposed to feel when you start when you starting something brand new. You feel me? I know I'm ready for this journey, but are you? Are you ready for this? If you are, hit that follow button. Follow this podcast. It's gonna be up every Friday with occasional podcasts on Wednesdays. We'll talk about everything and anything on here to be honest with you i like to think of this podcast as one of those nights out with your friends with after the club drinking smoking just having a good deep conversation at like one two in the morning from everyday struggles as a college student young adult someone who is chasing that bread no 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 i don't chase the bread the bread chase me you feel me that's that should be everyone's mindset cream you know cash rules everything around me but it doesn't rule me shout out to the wu-tang I'm just going to be giving some of y'all insights from my problems, other people's problems, or anything I've heard, read, seen, been through. Any insight I gain, I'm going to give it to y'all. But the main four things I'm going to be talking about other than insights and motivation, and just a positive environment. I'm going to talk about music, sports fashion movies just because those are my four favorite things in life those would make me happy so if i talk about them it's gonna make me even happier take it let it out and that's what this podcast is for for not only me to let everything out but whoever comes on here to let everything out this is a positive platform for everybody or if you'd like to join us hit me on instagram at alfreezy a-l-f-r-e-e-z-y hit that follow button on both the podcast and on instagram but you don't need to you don't have to it's all up to you can't control you you feel me but now let's get to the motivation to start off the podcast like i said this is going to be a podcast where there's going to be insights and the insight i've gained is from reading this book called the illusion of money by kyle cease and before we start this is for all my people that need some motivation i don't care if you're barely waking up about to go to the gym work school or even about to go to sleep and you just had a rough day this motivation part to open up the episode to open up every episode is for y'all it might not touch y'all today but it will touch you eventually just for anybody and just open just listen with open mind but yeah this is from the illusion of money by kyle c's like i said and before you start saying dog i ain't trying to hear about no money right now i'm already broke like so am i but it's not about money (laughs) Just listen with an open mind. This can apply to any this apply anything way more than just money. There was one quote in the chapter in chapter 14 of the book said, when we buy into the mind made belief that we can own anything at all, we create an instant fear of losing what we believe we own, which feels like losing a part of ourselves. Honestly, you own nothing, but you also own everything. Everything is temporary. 
so stop thinking that things are going to last forever this is this goes for any bad or even good situation that you're in this goes for money relationships situations jobs anything like that nothing lasts forever so enjoy whatever situation that you're in and make the most out of it if you're in a bad situation mentally physically or emotionally sit back and ask yourself what can i take away from this situation those bad moments allow you to enjoy and appreciate those good moments overall your situation is not going to last forever to the first topic of the day pretty sure y'all heard about elon musk willing to help fight world hunger which is pretty dope in my opinion anybody's opinion because who the fuck wants to starve you feel me and it sucks for those countries those people in those countries that are starving i hope they do get better i hope everything does get better for them but according to nbc news musk is willing to help fight world hunger by offering six billion yeah that's what it'd be billion but only on one condition that's only if musk knows exactly how that money will be used to help solve world hunger and he wants them to have an open and public account to see exactly how the money is spent that man elon musk is worth 300 billion and that 6 billion is only two percent of his net worth so it's not really going to do him too much harm after being called out by the director of UN's World Food Program, David Beasley, he told CNN, step up now on a time basis in order to help 42 million people that are literally going to die if we don't reach them. He, he called many people out. And Elon Musk was one of them. He also called out Jeff Bezos, but he hasn't replied. That man got left on scene. It, it's not even funny. We're talking about world hunger. The money, the money won't exactly and world hunger but it will help save 42 million people on the brink of starvation like i said basically called out jeff bezos as well but there hasn't been any reply or statement from him musk is willing to donate six billion to help this set example for any other billionaire but like he said they need to show what they're actually funding It's going to take more than Elon Musk to help end world hunger. It's a group effort. According to Global Giving, it would take $7 billion to $265 billion to end world hunger. Before y'all start tripping, saying that's a huge gap, it is a huge gap. But there's many different reasons that lead up to that huge gap. Bad weather, disease outbreaks, pest, war, falling prices for crops, rising prices for food, low wages or unemployment. So the only thing that donators can't control is how much money is actually spent. World hunger is a complex issue and needs to be looked at with different perspectives and solutions. Elon Musk is trying to do his part as long as he knows where the money is going, but it's all up to the others to help. I'm pretty sure they have the same issue. They need to know where that money is going. All right, now let's talk about someone spending their money on something good, especially because it's for their family. Kobe Bryant's investments have paid off. Body Armor was just sold to Coca-Cola for $8 billion. And in 2013, according to Sports Illustrated, Kobe invested $6 million into Body Armor. 
and now the investment has paid off to his family with them receiving 400 million dollars even when on our earth kobe is still looking out for his family and doing great things everyone misses you kobe i'm glad that the family is able to benefit off of something that you did almost a decade ago rest in peace and we miss you and we love you All right, since we on the topic of the basketball world, let's talk about the biggest reality show in the world, and that's the NBA. Over in the East Coast, the Boston Celtics show, with their side character, they are having a problem with their main characters and their little side piece, and that's Marcus Smart. After blowing a 19-point lead to the Bulls, who are having a great season, by the way, Smart got frustrated with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown for not passing the ball. During the post-game interview, Smart said, every team is programmed and study to stop Jason and Jalen. I think everybody's scouting report is to make those guys pass the ball and they don't wanna pass the ball. Low-key, Smart does have a point though. Although it is still early in the season, they'll figure it out, especially with the rule changes to fouling. Offensive players are struggling just a little bit, but once they get adjusted, everything will be okay. It's just a little early season drama. Staying on the East Coast side of things, we got another show, and that's the Philadelphia 76ers show. That show is having a problem with their, one of their main characters, and that's that man Ben Simmons, the man with no jump shot. There was that moment where Simmons refused to run a defensive draw practice, so Doc Rivers sent him home. Ever since then, Sixers fans have been roasting a man wearing shirts that say missing and have you seen my jumper with a picture of Ben Simmons. Honestly, they're funny as hell, bro. They're funny. And then in their win against the Trailblazers the other day, Damian Lillard received Dame to Philly chance. Dame to Philly. Dame to Philly. Dame to Philly. You feel me? Obviously fed up with the Ben Simmons drama because honest in the first place, I would want Damian Lillard over Ben Simmons anyway but with all this this man this man's drama he has caused with this organization it I want they too I'd want anybody but Ben Simmons I want someone with a jump shot you feel me yep then on the bright side of things in the east we got the Chicago Bulls show with some new characters like Lonzo Ball DeMar DeRozan and Vucevic we already talked about the comeback against the Celtics DeMar had 37 on their head and Levine added another 26. It is still early in the season, but so far they have exceeded expectations. The Bulls look so good. The season is a marathon and not a sprint. So we'll see if any issues do occur throughout the season. But for right now, the Chicago Bulls show looks pretty good. Man, moving on to the West Coast, where I'm at. And that's Phoenix, Arizona, dealing with the Phoenix Suns. Everyone's heard about Robert Sarver being racist, a misogynist. Man, honestly, if I, I'ma say for the rest of Arizona, I never really even liked the man. Never, ever, never, ever, ever liked the man. So if you're listening to this right now and you feel the exact same way, put, put your middle finger in the air and I want you to scream, fuck Robert Sarver, because it's that way. That's just how it is right now. I don't fuck with that man. 
and if you've been in Arizona for a long time, you've been a Suns fan for a long time, you know exactly how I feel. It's fuck that man from this jump. But the reigning Western Conference champions are going through other things as well. They are four and three right now. Um, their young center DeAndre Ayton still needs that contract extension. As of right now, contract extension talks have ended with DA. He wants the max with the guaranteed 172 million over five years. As of right now, this problem was implemented early in the season and can carry out throughout the season. Ayton deserves a max or at least somewhere close to it. With his teammate Mikael Bridges receiving a rookie contract extension worth 90 mil over four years. It is important to keep this young core together as long as they can. The Suns look good. They did make it to the finals last year. You can get rid of all your excuses. I don't care. It's over. They made it to the finals. Your team didn't. Don't be mad. If they can stay together, it's going to be it's going to be a rarity, especially in today's NBA. Players seem to switch teams literally every season and young cores get depleted all the time. I mean, just look at the thunder. That's sad. Let's pause. And then we got the Pelican show with their main character, Zion Williamson. He don't look good for the camera no more. He don't look good. He don't look good on the basketball court. Oh, he he plays good, but he don't look good. Everybody calling him fat. Please stop fat shaming my man. It's you know it's winter. It's winter. We need fat people sometimes. You feel me? We just need them. Zion will be okay. <laughs> He'll be okay. Trust me. Y'all just start tripping over someone's weight just to make something, something, something out of nothing. But yeah, the Pelican show is a boring show to watch in the first place without Zion. But if that man fat and he can't jump no more, is he really Zion? Okay, enough with the biggest reality show in the world, the NBA. Let's get into some real shows. Let's get into some real shows. Let's talk about Squid Game. Yeah, Squid Game. I know y'all heard about it. I know y'all tired of hearing about it. Just, But just imagine if this was in America and we had to play American games. You know, the first game that instantly came to my mind was Musical Chairs. Musical Chairs is already mad competitive. But there was money on the line. I'm getting ruthless. I'm getting mad ruthless. Like, I'm getting ruthless. Oh, musical chairs will be crazy. Imagine getting eliminated. You just get shot in the head. I'm pulling chairs out from under people. I don't care no more. I'm getting ruthless if we play musical chairs. Another one. That will low-key be kind of fun, but it's going to be intense. Like, it's going to be super intense. Is that's dodgeball. Dodgeball is probably the most fun of all out of all these games. But if my life was on the line during dodgeball, I'm gonna have to turn into the Matrix. I'm gonna have to turn to Keanu Reeves, bro. I'm gonna be dodging that. Shit. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. You know, you're not gonna be able to hit me. Trust me. And then Duck Duck Goose. I know y'all playing. I know y'all remember playing that when I was younger. Duck Duck Goose. You had to run in a huge ass circle. All those players to run in a huge ass circle imagine being chased for your life basically so if you get caught you die <laughs> hell no hell I'm, I'm i'm picking the slowest fattest person sitting down trust me i'm not risking my life for that hell no 
But another fun one would Loki be hide and seek. But the way me and my boys used to play was hide and go seek in the dark. We would turn off all the lights and hide from the person. That but that person that's it also has a blindfold to make it even more difficult. They could try anything to make make you laugh. They could say anything for you to react. This game would be so much fun. Let me tell you this one story. So one time we we're playing how to go seek in the dark, but with my nieces and nephews, right? So it's me. I'm the oldest one out of all of them. Then there's my younger sister, Sabrina. She's two years younger than me. Then there's Marcella, three years younger than me. There is Wushu. His real name's Ulysses, but we call him Wushu. Or now we call him Wu because he think he grown now. So I, I hope he listening to this because you're not grown, little boy. You're not grown. You're not. You're not. But and then there's my my youngest niece, Serenity. So we're playing hide and go seek in the dark, and that boy Wushu was was it. He was it. So he's blindfolded. We're running around the house, dark as hell. And mind me. You, my mom is a different breed I would get smacked in the face all the time when I was younger but that's just how things were back then but once on we're playing how to go seek in the dark and you know I'm the oldest one so all of them follow me and they're all behind me they're like Alfred Alfred go do this go do that I'm like right, I got you I got you so I got a pillow through that wushu and he's on the couch he's on the couch and there's a glass table in the middle of the couch right what kind of i mean he was young i'm guessing maybe seven eight years old but this dummy jumped off the couch onto the glass or onto the table that had a glass chandelier on it or like a glass base bah, like all you hear is crackling like the the glass just broke and here you go, mama coming out the room. Boy, what the fuck did you just did? What did you just do? What the, boy, what the fuck was that? And out of everybody, I'm the one that got in trouble. Make no sense. But yeah, how to go seek in the dark would be fun as fuck. But if my life was on the line. Boy, I'm, I'm picking up. I'm hiding somewhere. No one ever gonna find me. But another show that no almost i guarantee most people have not heard of or even seen and that's the wu-tang clan an american saga it's a biopic about the rap group wu-tang clan bro it's so good my boy chris put me on about a year ago and bro i have not stopped watching it since not even gonna lie there's always something good going on in the show oh, the casting is on point i know Ever since I've been watching it, bro, I swear to God, I've been bumping Wu-Tang. Like, they just came out. Like, they're a brand new group. Like, that Loki just all listen to now. The show is good. I'm putting everyone on. Just like, there's just one girl at um, my physical therapy place. Because I just got into a car accident. I got I to gotta go to physical therapy. You feel me? But yeah, I told her about Wu-Tang. She watched it. She said she watched five episodes in a row. Dog, them episodes are like almost an hour long each. So shout out to her. I, I had to put her on. I had to, you know, just spread, spreading something I like. Because my boy Chris will be on. So trying to watch Wu-Tang and American Saga. It's on Hulu. It's only two seasons right now. And I believe it just got 
approved for the third season and third and final season so if are you i'd catch up right now before that third season come out because i'm gonna be on that i'm gonna be on that third season if you want to be caught up because i'm gonna be talking about that best believe that best believe but on to some real issue let's talk about dave Chappelle. okay yeah that man is funny as hell i'm <laughs> y'all could get mad he made he did make fun of the the lgbtq community but he stated some facts on cancel culture like the stand-up exposed a lot of discrimination that goes on in america one joke that really stepped out to me or stood out to me when he when he mentioned the baby kitty canceled like he said the baby literally killed people and then it get canceled but he says one thing about the lgbtq community and that man can't make no more music i guess everybody hate him now i guess everybody hate him now this man exposed the cancel culture that we live in and they got mad about it can't speak no truth to no people without their feelings getting hurt and that's what i don't want on this podcast we here to speak the truth and nothing but the truth and if you get mad about it dog, i'm kicking your ass to the curb this is for this is open free speech positive space i'm not with that I'm not with that getting mad over the truth the truth hurts sometimes just you can't be getting mad about it you feel me that goes for anything but with that being said this is gonna have to do it this is gonna have to do it it's uh, i'm guessing it's gonna be around 30 minute podcast it's pretty short for a first podcast but it's the first podcast just want to say thank you for listening and tune in next friday for episode two until next week i'll see y'all baby